We all need to laugh. We choose truth over facts. And now for a perpetual political protest in progress. Judge my physical, mental, filth, my physical as well as my mental fitness. Coffee time. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, Did any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Yes or no? Sir, I can't. I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Well... There are a lot well, of people who are understandably very concerned, concerned about, Mr. Epps. about Mr. Epps. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered. And there's video out there of him chanting, tomorrow, we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting, fed, 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 fed. Ms. Sandburn, was Ray Epps a fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. The next day, the next day, on January 6th, Mr. Epps is seen whispering to a person, and five seconds later, five seconds after he's whispering to a person, that same person begins to forcibly tear down the barricades. Did Mr. Epps urge them to tear down the barricades? Sir, Similar to the other answers, I cannot answer that. Shortly. So, you are on with the Ammo Can Coffee (laughs) Social Club Conservative Hour of Power. Uh, That was a great way to start. It was, uh, I don't know, how to... In in the famous words of uh, Donald J. Trump, we all need to laugh. Yeah, that's oh my gosh. Do. Oh my gosh, has 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 the entire world gone absolutely raving mad. Well, the the ones that um think that they control us have and the rest of us are just sitting here. I I think we're not I don't think people have reached their limit yet. Well, let's let's define us. Reached, well, you are on with Jason Floyd <laughs> and Eaton. Uh, Loretta Eaton. And, uh, you know, it's a little unusual for us to start our uh, <laughs> podcast with a recorded um, dialogue between Senator Ted Cruz yeah. and a representative from the illustrious uh, National Secret Police, mm. um, the FBI. Because uh, ultimately, that's what it seems like we mm-hmm. now have is is a a, yep. a, a secret, uh, unbridled police force um, that is bent on uh, creating violence and creating mayhem where there may not actually be violence or mayhem planned. 
No, I, I don't think they have any interest. I've got an article here about the new Manhattan district attorney claims de- decriminalization will make us safer. And then a week later, he had to walk it back because the uh, uh, police, the commissioner, the police chief in New York said, I, I don't think that's going to work. And he said, you, me- you read the memo wrong. You need to reread my memo. So, yeah. You know, and then, of course, we had the story from last week in which the Seattle police uh, made up uh, radio chatter about the Proud Boys when CHOP was forming, right, right, whatever right. it was. So, obviously, they, the law enforcement at all levels doesn't seem to have America's, the average person in America's interest at heart, you know. Well, you know, I, I would I would add one caveat to that. Our local PD is pretty good, you know. Um, so far. So far. So, so far, far, depending on who you talk to in the community. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, you know, I know a couple of uh, police officers, a couple of ex-cops. Um, I've had the opportunity to work with cops, good cops and bad cops. And it's about like any other profession. Yeah. You have uh, some really good guys and gals uh, in in the department. And then just like any business environment, there's always a couple tools. Yeah. Well, I've never had any trouble with the police. I respect them. Um, but I think what happens in maybe some of the larger metro- metropolitan areas, they've lost that connection between the, you know, who they are and who they serve. Right. And they're, they, they are indoctrinated into this agenda. And they, they've lost their vision, just like our doctors. Look at what doctors are doing to people. Right. I, I can't believe it. Speaking of doctors, you know, uh, yeah. you know my You've mom. Got, yeah. My mom was... Uh, She's got a good doctor, but I just wish I wish that the those in the medical profession would grow a spine and go back to the science, you know, uh, cast off the sort of the smarmy, dirty clothes that Fauci's making them wear and that uh, Ann Zink seems to think are are still uh, trending. And go back to the days of good old-fashioned customer-centered care, patient-centered care. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I you think know. they've walked it too far back. Well, you know, there, there is, uh, there is this fella um, on the Alaska State Medical Board. I saw that. Uh, that was chair. great. That was great. Um, he, he states, mm-hmm. according to the Alaska Watchman, that school mask mandates are nonsense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's good to hear that some people in these uh, high places, uh, positions, are starting to actually speak out. You know, because I, I don't remember the last time I've heard anything come from the Alaska State Medical Board. Or anyone in uh, you leadership, know. you know, you know, public health or anything that's, that's even looked at the issue or wanted to have an oppositional opinion. Well, you know... I have a theory on why we're starting <laughs> to hear people. Oh. There's something, uh, it's l- little known fact. Mm. Well, unless, <laughs> I don't know. In, at the end of this year. Okay. There's going to be an election. Oh, yeah. I forgot and, that. And, you know, folks get a little nervous when they yeah. get around election time, especially those who've been basically missing in action not yeah. doing their job yeah. or maybe have been doing some unpopular okay. things and and it's it's so interesting to watch how the weather changes mm. you know in Juneau and across the state uh, the closer we get to elections 
And so, you know, my prediction is mm. we are going to hear uh, our local leaders and our state leaders become more outspoken mm. and more proactive and take bolder positions. Oh, you mean like actually use the science? Well, I, 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 w- I would say what's the definition of use? <laughs> Oh, okay. Right, um, right. Yeah. So, and to what ends? Yeah. To what ends do mm-hmm. they use the science? See, it, it's all it's all inconvenient till it's not. Mm-hmm. And then when it's convenient, then oh, this is what we've been saying all along. Are you? Are you? Don't think they're they've actually picked up a a, a newspaper or looked at an article? Uh, you know, the country of Mexico yesterday, I believe, announced that it's going back to 2019. It's not going to do testing. It's not going to do, it's not going to require any kind of vaccinations for tourists. They're going to pretend that the last two years just didn't, didn't ex- happen, didn't happen because it's been a disaster for them, an absolute disaster. And, um, you know, the country of Tanzania has been open this entire time because they, they, I think they did something at the beginning, but they saw the destruction of the tourist industry. Uh, you ca- ca- climb Mount Kilimanjaro through in Tanzania. That's where all the, that's where the mountain's based, and that's where everything is. You don't think that these people are starting to look at the destruction of our tourist industry here? You, you know, maybe somebody said to them, well, well I, I'm wondering when the folks in Southeast, the, the communists that live down there, that are all about triple masking and bubble tape, you know, bubble mm. wrap around their, their children when they send them outdoors. I, I'm wondering when when they're going to finally, finally buckle under the lack of tourism from these cruise ships and, well, and, and buckle under the lack of, of uh, tra- travel from through Canada. Well, you notice that they had that, um, they opened uh, the cruise industry and then they had that big, flood of all those uh, cruise ships that had outbreaks of COVID. And then I have not seen another article about that. Have you? No, no, no. no. So I think what's happened is they went, whoops. Yeah. And the thing that I don't understand is I'm, I know a couple and they cruise quite a bit. And prior, it was in 2019, they'd gone on a cruise and it was from Spain to across the Atlantic. I don't know if they landed in New York or maybe one of the Florida places. Um, and they said virtually everyone on the boat had gotten sick. And it was just a basic cold. And, she, and, and they said, well, we, you always take medicine when we travel, when we're on a cruise. Because that, that's not unusual. Right. That's, and if you talk to anyone that cruises, there's always these huge outbreaks. Well, and, and you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but pretty much every time that I travel, mm. yeah. you know, I get I get a little something. Yeah. Because, you yeah. know, you're not eating right. Yeah. You're not sleeping right. Yeah. If, you're, if you're changing time zones, you're really not sleeping yeah. right. You're in a totally new environment with new allergens. Yes. Yep. Uh, new strains of familiar yeah. friends yeah. in the influenza, you yeah. know, uh, area, you know, where, where we... We've had our own version of it, but, you know, three states away, it might be a a totally different variant. Um, But I wonder how many of this, how this is filtering down to, like, our public health officials when they're starting to look at, because I don't know if Alaska can absorb a third summer without, without travel. And sure enough, they've got all these wonderful numbers, but I wonder, when you talked, I've listened to a couple of people from, uh, 
tourist organizations, oh, we did okay, we did okay. But I wonder how much of that was government money that was pumped in. Because that's not reflected. They don't, they don't take that out from the bottom line. I mean, if they've had a, a loss, they just uh, well, submitted it to the government. You and mean gave gover- government fundings? Is not going, not all it's cracked up to be. No, but it's not going to be there anymore. I, they, they they've stopped that. Why not? Which, they can just print some more, right? Well, they thought they could, but then I think uh, the Powell from one of the uh, either in the Treasury Department or something kind of said, you know, I don't think you can keep doing this. I'm going to raise rates four four times this year. You know, because inflation is not trans you know transitory. It's there. Our supply chain is collapsing, and it's more than just the trucks, you know, can't cross Canada. There's you know, I'll bet I'll bet you if Obama Mm. was in office, he would tell us how we were all selfish because we wanted fifteen different flavors of Gatorade. Oh well, I've got an article. Oh, I didn't print it out, but there's already a huge push. And it's a huge government campaign, and it gives you suggestions that if you would just substitute one thing at your meal. Right, right. Doing, doing, yeah. doing more with less with is less. now trending. Yeah, with less. You know, it, it is. It's now, it's now, the, it's yeah. now what the, the mm-hmm. intelligista, the woke, yeah. the, the enlightened among us, you know, it's a new uh, lifestyle. But, but I have to tell you, quite frankly, I don't think Barack Obama is going to give up his foie gras any time <laughs> now. <laughs> Like, I'm not really sure because he's kind of like that pig on Animal Farm. What was the pig's name that had to sleep in the bed because he was more... It wasn't Napoleon, was it? Was it Napoleon? It was. It was one of them. Was Napoleon? I, yeah, I and he had to sleep in the bed and drink the whiskey and eat the food because it was just really tiring ruling people. Right. Right. So our our, our rulers are. We're, they're not they're changing. Very, the, they're very tired. You know, ask you know, ask uh, you know anybody. Uh, you know, John Kerry needs to give up one of his houses, one, just one, not all of them, just one. But we're supposed to change from. I think one of the suggestions was to change from a hamburger, just to have a plant burger. A plant burger. Yeah. Because so are they forcing all the, us all to become vegans now? Slowly they will. So so first it'll be, you know. I don't know. Making imitation meat is hard. You know, I haven't tasted an imitation meat yet that that was worth eating. You know, I just want to spit it out. You know, well, as as uh, it, it, Rhett and Link would say. Well, and it's so feed funny. Feed me a veggie burger. Yeah. I'll just spit it out. See, I I can understand vegetarianism if you want to go and you want to take like you want to grind up your kidney beans and pretend <laughs> i thought you, you were know. gonna say your kids <laughs> no no grind up your kidney I'm, beans. i don't think they're vegetables no. uh, loretta <laughs> nah. and and pretend it's some kind of a hamburger but i lose my respect when they go they have the tofu what i can't even say the word tofu the tofu turkey. Be careful. Yeah, Be careful. The, to- the tofu turkey <laughs> and all that. Yeah, tofurkey. And they have the animal. Th- I've always as a you sh- have to admit that 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 their products are more fun to say. They are, but to- as a tofurkey. As, but as a former chef, it really irritates me of the hypocrisy because they want it to be like like turkey, but they make it out of other things, and it's so much more processed mm-hmm. than. Anything that's real, just eat beans and and we and, all know that, that processed food is better for us. Well, you know, but they, they, they <laughs> but that if you can put that in your brain, that permeates their entire 
the ethos, the way they think, it impermeates their entire. If you know, it's it's if I can just pretend, and that's what they're doing. They're pretending now that we're all going to be better if we just listen to them. Yeah, you know, and and the crazy thing is, and I, I want to go back to my mom. Oh yeah, uh, you tell know, us about is, your mom. Is is that that. Uh, you know, customer service in most places is out the window. Oh yeah, it just doesn't it, it exist. Disappeared. It Go disappeared. any place where people yep. have masks on, and yep. they've they've disconnected from emotions, mm-hmm. and yep. they've gotten so used to not smiling mm-hmm. and so used to not having to express emotion yep. that it's 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 getting pretty uh, pretty brutal out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have lost their civility with one another, and I think they're just tired of the mask. But um, but they're you know this this idea of. What, what did we used to do when Zika and SARS and uh, H1N1, H1N1, the swine, swine flu, flu, you know, no. um, when all of that was raging? Nothing. You would go to the doctor and sit in the waiting room. If they knew that you may have swine flu, they would put you to the head of the line mm-hmm. and then take you back quickly yeah. and get you out as quickly as possible. Yeah. But they didn't even put a mask on you. No, 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 no. no. No, and they mm-hmm. didn't isolate you or social distance you from other people, and yeah. and what they required, you know, they they just required you to, you know, be processed quickly and go yeah. home and get better. And if you didn't, then they take you to the hospital, and you know, or you'd go to the hospital and and get services there. Mm-hmm. And people were generally like, I don't know, conscientious, polite, you know, understanding, empathetic, you know. Um, but, you know, my mom got sick, and she was so sick that she called me at, like, 5.30, mm-hmm. 6 in the morning and said, I can't get out of bed. I'm so sick. I need to go to the hospital. So I went and I picked her up uh, and my nephew, who was also sick, and mm-hmm. we headed into town. And she said, actually, we're not going to go to the hospital. We're going to go to the clinic. I was like, great. She said, I better call them. So she called them, and we're still about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes out. And they said, uh, well, what are your symptoms? She told them. She'd gotten a COVID test, you know, the earlier mm-hmm. in the week and uh, was negative. And her symptoms were basically the same, just more severe. And um, they said, well, we're going to do is a telemed. Mm-hmm. So I was like, great. Should I take, them, take her home where she can be comfortable? No, no, you're already on your way. Go ahead and just park in the parking lot. And uh, that way, if the doctor needs to look at her ears, mm-hmm. he can. So we get there, and meanwhile, you know, I mean, I've got positive pressure in the cab. I've got the window in the back open, you know. I'm pushing as much air through there as possible. She's hacking and coughing and dying over there in the other seat. My my nephew's a little bit better, but he's got some issues going on as well. And I'm like, oh, please don't get sick. Please, please don't get sick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't afford to be gone, you know. No. I can't be down and out. I've already had COVID, mm-hmm. and uh, I this... They said it wasn't COVID, so which I'm I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. I, I I don't I don't know that the tests they say they're giving us are doing what they think they're doing, um, because I think I think this thing's evolving mm-hmm. so quickly, so rapidly. There's no way you know they pick they pick a uh, they pick a variant to make the flavor the the week. Yeah, you know, but how many iterations of this thing are you know constantly changing around the world? Anyway, I, I get her there and she sits. Sits there. We call. We call the um, call the doc, and and uh, they say, "Well, you're walking, so you got to just sit." And I'm like, "I am not sitting in this truck and hot box and you know mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever this yeah. nastiness is. Um, I'm going to." 
go down to the coffee shop and hang out there. Well, they ended up sitting in that truck for 45 minutes. Mm. Miserable. Hmm. They they did send somebody out to jab them with, you know, mm-hmm. a, a test up the no- nose. Yeah. And they showed they were negative again. But miserable, miserable, miserable. So, hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. The flu's back. Yeah. It's awesome, yeah. right? I mean, we can, is that a step towards normal now? Now, now we can. No, we now can, they've demonized the flu. Now that we've got a. Yeah, yeah I did hear about yeah. something called flu rona. Flu rona. Now be very it's, worried yeah, and afraid. Yeah. I just. Well, I'm more afraid of the psychos that have, excuse me, that have fallen into this trap of. Um, I mean, I read articles all the time about people that test before, after, during. They're running around testing themselves all the time right i'm more afraid of them it's it's pretty it's pretty bad to to be jabbing your mucous membranes all the time that can't be healthy i mean they did it to me in juno and i've i've said before you know when i first got tested in juno in order to get into the the legislative building they they did it wrong Mm -hmm. and they gave me a bloody nose Mm-hmm. And then I had a bloody nose. I mean, they did it yeah. wrong, 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 wrong. Because I had a bloody nose like every day. Yeah, I'd wake up in the morning, get up, bloody nose. Go in to work, you know, work all day. Then come around, mm-hmm. it'd be. It, it was probably just starting to heal up, and then I have to go and get tested again. Mm-hmm. Bloody nose, and I continued to have these bloody noses, you know, for quite some time mm-hmm. while I was down there, and and uh, you know. It, I just want to see people start using their brain, their their cognitive functioning brain. No, they're using the lizard part, the 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 you know, uh, you know, f- fight or flight. You know, they're using their flight part of their brain because why would you want to test yourself that often? When and when you look at the stats on it, they have a failure rate. Any of the tests, the PCR test, the uh, the the. I think they're called you lateral it, you flow. You mean it could be wrong? Could be wrong. They have a failure rate. I don't rate. think you're allowed to say that. Well, we we might you know, get deplatformed. And I I don't know exactly what it is they're looking for. As you say, if it's mutated, compliance. Well, it, well, they've got it in a certain group of people. You know, <laughs> I think that's all they've ever really been looking yeah. for is compliance. Yeah. But but you said you were telling me the story about your mom, and you said. Uh, she got checked out, and she never did have COVID. Right, right. And they gave her some medication, and even then it was this journey through Yeah, no, whatever. no, I went down to the, the pharmacy, same pharmacy yeah. she's, she's been using for 30 years. So they got all her records. They got all her records. Yeah, I yeah. come in, and you know, they have their safety protocols. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not getting scheduled drugs. I'm getting antibiotics, you know. <laughs> and and, and I get the, I get the, the grilling, yeah. you know, of, well, who are you? Uh-huh. What's her date of birth? And I'm uh-huh. like, I don't know my mom's full date of birth. I just yeah. know kind of when she has her birthday. And, yeah. you know, um, well, what's your nephew's date of birth? Well, I don't know. I know he's 15. So, yeah. you know, and uh, so I try to call her. They're so miserable in the oh. truck. They're, they're passed out. She doesn't even hear the phone. So oh, no. got to go outside, get her date of birth, come back in. So then I, I present that to the, the tech, the pharmacy tech and, Who's behind a mask and uh-huh. very surly. Yeah. And, and she's like, insurance. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, you should have that in your system. She goes, well, it is the new year. <laughs> I was like, really? She, she says, you're going to have to present the insurance cards. Oh, gosh. And I was like, my mom doesn't have the insurance card. She couldn't even get out of bed. I yeah. had to, like, help her to the truck. Yeah. And yeah. go to the hospital or go to the doctor and then yeah. come here. Yeah. Yeah. 
You've got to have it in your system. It's a new year. I mean, just <laughs> no, yeah, no personality, yeah, in this person, you know, yeah. and and some like seriously. I mean, she's she's got three different insurances. Mm-hmm. She's got full coverage. Yeah. So I call her. She's awake now because I had to go wake her up because they need the birthday, and and I say, you know, uh, you know, here's the deal. They're giving me flack for this, and she's like. Ask him how much it is. So they tell me it's like it's nothing. It's like thirteen bucks yeah, or something. Just pay cash. And she's like, just pay cash and ask for a receipt, and we'll just I'll just make a claim. Yeah, you uh-huh. know. But yeah. it's like people don't even want to do their job anymore. No. You know that they had the information right there yeah. in their computer. It's been there for thirty years. Nothing's changed in the last twenty. No. You know, my parents have been retired for quite some time. Not twenty years, but. My mom has been retired longer than my dad. And and, and the point is, you know, I, I come back when they've got the prescription ready and you got the pharmacist running back and forth behind the, the counter and he's wearing a mask. It's a very clean mask, a very nice mask. Uh-huh. Beautiful mask. Yeah. Beautiful. I, I'm sounding, I'm feeling, I'm channeling my inner <laughs> Trump right now. It was a beautiful, beautiful mask. mask. It was a beautiful mask. Yeah. And he's wearing it below his nose. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I didn't say anything, but I, at this point I'm pretty irritated. Yeah. Because I'm like... All right. Yeah. Obviously, you don't believe the hype. Well, someone told me that the ones that are wearing the masks are the ones that refuse to be vaccinated. So, you know, because I know that's what happens at Walmart. A lot, a lot well, of well, times. Fred Meyer. Fred Meyer. Yeah. They just activated this. I noticed mm-hmm. every, a lot of people didn't have masks on this last yeah. time. So I asked the poor checkout guy. I think I unloaded a little bit on oh. him. I was like, so what's the deal? I see your friend over there has a mask and you don't. Yeah. He says, well, I'm vaccinated. Yeah, and that's what it is. I was like, so, well, that's awesome. Do you know anybody who's been vaccinated that got sick? Yeah. He's, he like gives, like, I've got a third eye on my forehead. He just stares. Uh-huh. Like, uh. Yeah. You know, of course, he was like 19. And yeah. He doesn't probably care about anything. No. He's just doing what no. he's told. No. No. So he's just staring at me. And I'm like, you know, so the guy who's not vaccinated, who maybe has natural immunity, yeah. has mm-hmm. to wear a mask. mask. But you who are vaccinated, yeah. Yeah. who can get sick yeah. they, and bought, spread it yeah, to yeah. other people, don't yeah. have to wear a mask. No. But the masks are supposed to stop the spread. Yeah. But... Yeah. No, they've so, lost their minds. So they've it's not really minds. about stopping the no. spread. It's not it's, really about it, it was containment all about, it, it was or about flattening com- the yeah. curve. It was about compliance. It's about flattening liberty. Yeah. It's about flattening liberty. And, you know, a Danish, a Danish newspaper apologizes for hypnotically following the narrative on COVID. They've done a retrospect, look back, and they've said, we are so sorry. They realize they uh I wonder if worsened. they're worried that their building's going to get burned to the ground because they're rioting pretty hard over there in, in, uh, in Europe right now. Well, they maybe realize that they've <laughs> like, lost... Oh, crap. Well, but n- no, Denmark's one of the countries that's having trouble with its, uh, you know, COVID numbers. And they're highly vaccinated, and they start to realize that they've, they've just... Uh, they've made laughing stocks out of themselves why should why anyone would watch any sort of um you know mainstream media whether it's television or newspaper or magazine you know and uh they're starting to look at their numbers they're starting and this is what's happening was driving in today was listening to a show on a car auto whatever and they were talking about three major auto magazines that have disappeared They've just disappeared, and one of them had a. Have they been been disappeared? No, no. They just they just lost money. <laughs> oh, okay. They, they weren't like deplatformed. No, no, or, not deplatformed. Or whacked in the middle of the night. But, but what I'm saying is, this is already a problem uh-huh. with amongst you know print 
paper news. And so for you to, you know, follow the COVID narrative and have it blow up in your face, I really think it's he's covering his butt. They're covering their butts. Yeah. They're trying to say, oh, well, you yeah. know, well, we're so sorry. We shouldn't have done it. And, and, and please buy our paper from now on. Yeah. Or they could take the American media approach and say, nothing to see here. We never said that. Oh, and you yeah. roll the tape. and They're like, oh, the, we uh, didn't mean that. Well, you know, uh, that that wasn't yeah. really me. Yeah. Or <laughs> they, the, they actually just yeah. don't comment. They just move on. No. They just like give you silence. No, they don't. They actually sound like that lady from the FBI uh-huh. when when confronted with facts. You know, or yeah. or, or, or questions yeah. that are in what, what Al Gore call them inconvenient truths. In- inconvenient truths. Inconvenient uh, truths. Like who the, is a, who is Ray Epps? Who's Ray Epps? <laughs> but like the Health and Human Services head defends the CDC director in in uh, the U.S. She says she doesn't have a marketing degree. That's why sometimes she misspeaks and says the wrong things. And it was, so if she got a marketing degree, think about the think of this how the way they think. If she had a marketing degree, it, it would be truth. Because <laughs> she would be better at the spin. Yeah, it would be and true. She's not good enough at the spin. She's not so. good enough at the spin. <laughs> yeah, they don't read their own propaganda. You know. Well, so. you know, uh, another another crazy sort of anecdotal story. Uh, my grandmother. Mm-mm. You know, she's she's quite advanced in age. Yeah. I think she's been going to the same church for something like seventy-five mm. or eighty years. Oh gosh. She lives down in Oregon, a little farming community, not Portland. You know, it's a pretty conservative place. Yeah, and churches are big. And once you get rural... But she goes to one of these woke churches that has changed over time to, you know, uh, embrace the LGBTQ, Mm. you know, alphabet soup. And uh, and so it's disheartening, dismaying, but not a big surprise Mm. that they told her recently, because she's getting to the point where... You know she's got she's got uh, congestive heart failure mm-hmm. and and uh, some other comorbidities that you know she's she's going to pass away soon. Mm-hmm. You know in the next five years, you know mm-hmm. Lord willing she'll live longer than that. But but um, you know she's she's facing her own mortality and the reality that she's lived a good life and mm-hmm. she needs to prepare for what comes next and so that the the family can. Mm-hmm appropriately grieve and and celebrate her life and not be you know burdened with all the details so she's talking to her church about funeral preparations and they tell her Mm -hmm. if you are not vaccinated you may not have your funeral service in this church (laughs) like i said earlier she'd be dead I mean, I, I, they don't, it's, it's, bless their hearts. So sad. They, like, she's. No, no, she's, I'm not willing to give you that one. She's, I, I, she's, I'm not blessing anybody's hearts. She's, she's, she's going to be embalmed. She's going to be cased right. in a casket. Right. Do they know embalming means you take all the fluids out of the body yeah, and yeah, replace and you put it these with something? Caustic chemicals. Put these caustic that, chemicals. That destroy any biohazard yeah, that's there. In, in the body. She's going to be in a, I don't know if she's going to be open casket yeah, or sealed it, casket. Probably, probably be an open casket. Yeah, but there's, at that point, she's not breathing. Right. And and so these this is actually no this I, is you where know I wish I could have been there and by her side yeah. and just been a thorn That's in their just, side and yeah. just said well what if she's masked yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know it's kind of macabre to talk about this but you know, we have to talk about this because nobody's talking about this this is insane they just want to punish people this is insane no, this, it is it it just this shows is the you. sweetest lady that you've yeah. ever met I mean she yeah. makes the best. Uh, applesauce cookies the yeah. world has ever yeah. known yeah. and you know she she gives the best 
bear hugs Aww. that that you could ever yeah. want. I yeah. mean, she's mm-hmm. she is a tall woman yeah. and she is a farm woman, yeah. and you know she milked cows and threw Aww. bales of hay, and you know, and she's in the twilight years of her life. And when church her farm, means something, her farm community yeah, and that something. church community and her farm, the farm community is is pretty significant. Generation yeah. after generation yeah. has. Yeah grown up and died in that community they they populate the pioneer cemetery there yeah you know yeah i and and i've been to more than one funeral in that church for my relatives it shows you the heart of the people that are running that church i mean right. they've lost, they're just they, itinerant they just, they're they're people that bounce in and out they're just career career you know denominational pastors they'd be better off running their own their church seriously i, I know it's hard but they'd be better off just sitting praying by themselves because that makes no sense. Like, why would you even do that to someone? Why, if you're not going to be there when they're they're dead, why right. would you do that? Right ahead of time. Right. Think it's, about it's it. It's silly. It's just it's just crazy. It's yeah. yeah. Just, the, the man had evil uh, in his soul. So let's talk mm. about uh, evil crazy, and uh, yeah. the next uh, story comes out of Canada. Mm. Um. So Canada, it's official now. Mm. Uh, this is according to Alaska Highway News. Oh, yeah. They, a COVID-19 yeah. vaccine mandate for truckers mm-hmm. crossing into Canada from the United States is mm-hmm. now in effect, yeah. raising worries about future disruptions to the supply chain. As of today, I'm looking for a date on this. That, um, was, that was... That was... Oh, so this was uh, published three hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. So as of today, Canadian truckers must be vaccinated if they want to avoid quarantine and pre-arrival molecular test. Mm. While unvaccinated, American big riggers are to be turned back at the border. I just, I want to see this. No, I'm... You know what this is? This is Canada's proxy war against the United States. They they have looked at Alaska as the ugly stepsister and, and this thorn in their side... You know, that they've got this province or this mm-hmm. state, state that that it basically takes up a lot of the best ground yeah. on the coast mm-hmm. uh, and and all the vast resources up here. And and it's a nuisance that we come and go through the border. And, you know, uh, I know the last two times that I've gone through the border, I've been treated like a piece of crap by by the Canadians. And I, I had a, a customer actually come to the shop who loaded up his vehicle, mm-hmm. was moving his family mm-hmm. to Lower 48, Yeah, had read the, the notices on what was required, had it all in place, got to the, the border, and this petty little border agent, I don't know if they were little, but, mm. you know, psychologically maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, told him he couldn't cross. And... Uh, so he had to fly mm-hmm. to North Carolina yeah. and hire a shipper yeah, to ship, ship all of his stuff. And the thing, and, and that was all terrible, you know, that was all inconvenient and whatever and costly. And But really, the part of the story that stuck in my craw was he said the Canadian border agent told him, because he was pretty upset, and he said, yes. what am I supposed to do? And he says, I don't know, why don't you ask your president? And he says, yeah. and next time, consider living in a state that's actually part of your country. Yeah. No, there's a, it's almost a, and I've said that for years. You know, I lived in Canada for 38 years. I was Canadian for, for only became American two years ago, but I lived in the U.S. for almost 30. 
and uh, it's actually taught, anti-Americanism is actually taught in, it's very subtle, but it's actually taught in, in the public educational system, and, and the, the animosity, and it's encouraged. Um, it's encouraged, it's, they want you to look at as Americans as, or as adversaries, and uh, Canadians are actually taught that they're superior. Mm-hmm. They, no, they are. It's this, well, we're better. We don't know why. We're just better because we're Canadians. And after living in both places, I mean, I've been in the U.S. now for 30 years, so it was in Canada for 38. Um, I, uh, they're not better. They're, it, it's, it's Shocker. They've been lied to. And I've got an article here that talks about why. Uh, one of the things is when you talk to any Canadian about, like, the medical system, mm-hmm. they're terrified. When the, you say private, they have this twisted view that it's tens of thousands of dollars and it's going to beggar you and you won't be able to, you know, who knows. Right. Because you'll spend all your money. And when they actually come to the U.S. or any other and do have something done, they go, oh, it didn't cost as much as I thought. Because if you want to have... Oh, like, and I got, I got like, speedy access to it. Yeah. I didn't have to wait in, oh, yeah, in, yeah. in a queue yeah. for weeks. Yeah. You know, but they've... So they, they've been lied to, but there is a theory out there. And it, when you, you see what's happening in Australia, there's a theory about these countries that were formed by prisoners. Mm-hmm. Because that's how Canada was started. It was all the... They opened the prisons up and they sent the people that they didn't want overseas. They sent them to Australia and they sent them to Canada. Right. Eastern Canada was prisoners so these are people that are used to being told what to do how to live where to live when to live and sure enough i mean who gave up their guns the australians and the canadians right no they did yeah and and you look at the most persecuted places under covid in the world today are canada and australia you know and austria well austria is <laughs> austria is kind of still suffering. they're not german but well, they speak german but isn't that where hitler came from he was austrian yeah so that it's kind of interesting, I find, that he was Austrian. But they're not German. No, they're not. <laughs> but if you, if you haven't listened to Jim Gaffigan. Oh, no. I don't, oh, my gosh. No. Oh, he's, oh. he's he's hilarious. I, I just watched a uh, one of his older Netflix specials, or maybe it was on Amazon, but he, uh, he it was all about Canada. Oh. And he was talking. Because he's Canadian, isn't he? Uh, no, he's no, American. He's but, American, but, but he does this he does Canadian a lot thing. Of, yeah, yeah, he does a lot of stuff in Canada. I'm going to have and, to listen then. Uh, but, but he talked about, you know, Germany. And he yeah. talked about, you know, Austria. And, yeah. And sort of sort of these ethnic towns across uh, Canada that are, uh-huh. you know, kind of like we have the Pennsylvania Dutch. And, yeah, yeah, You know, that are. sort of yep. thing. Uh, I know there was a town in Texas I went to called New Bromsfield. Yeah, New Bromfels. There are Bromfels, yeah. yeah. Uh, It's very German. Yeah, they got uh, like a a beer hall and worst fest and polka dancing. and I mean, it was pretty cool. I love it. It was fun. Yeah. To go to that, but uh, he, he, he keys in on that. But they're still Texan. You know, there's, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like its own nation to itself. Yeah, down yeah, they're it, Texan it's the, Germans. It's the Republican. Yeah. yeah. It's, the, yeah. it's the Republic of Texas. Yeah. So anyway, uh, j- just some interesting tidbits, you know, and as, as the border shuts down, you know, I don't know, about two months ago, I wanted to reorder our peace tea. Mm. Right, which is one of the products that we carry here, mm-hmm. and the Coke distributor Odom uh, provides that for us at a fee. <laughs> <laughs> don't give it away. Yeah, they don't give it away, but uh, but it's good, and people like it. And um, but for two months now, I haven't been able to get re- restocked. Let that sink in. Coca Cola has not been able to restock one of its main lines. Coca Cola. 
mm-hmm. the international gigantic corporation Coca-Cola. Well, because it's people think it's just trucks crossing the border. It's got nothing to do with it. It's got to do with, I've got an article here with, the, they can't buy um, containers to put milk in. You know, the plastic jugs, those are running out. Well, I went to, you know? I, so, you know, coffee shop yep. requires milk. Mm-hmm. This is probably how they'll get me. Oh, right, yeah. right. They'll they'll exert political control on me, and I'll resist, and I'll uh-huh. stiffen my neck, and I'll get loud. <laughs> but if you wipe out my milk supply, yeah, coffee's done because yep. people realistically don't drink a lot of coffee. They drink milkshakes with some coffee flavor they, added. They they actually do, yeah. You know, and yep. so you know, mocha that's milk, latte that's milk, mm-hmm. cappuccino means stained milk. Yeah, you know, skinny <laughs> latte. That's uh, pathetic milk. Yeah. You know, um, but it's all milk. It is. It and, is. And uh, whipped cream, yeah. you know. Uh, a couple years ago, or about two years ago, I did not know this, but there's like there's like one manufacturer of whipped cream in the United States that supplies like 80% or 60% of the whipped cream, and yeah. it exploded. That the plant exploded and caught uh. on fire, and it disrupted the whipped cream supply. Oh, interesting. For months, huh. months and months and months. Yep. And so, you know, we get this perception that the shelves are always going to be no. full. No, And that there's no. there's a mass number of producers Mm-mm. just waiting in the wings to fill the void if mm-hmm. somebody fails. If, mm-hmm. if some, you know, major dairy chain fails mm-hmm. or, you know, some big provider fails. That we'll just always have 45 flavors of whatever, Yeah, you know. But the reality, uh, especially here in Alaska, is we're very, very vulnerable. Yeah. And, you know, the Canadians shutting the border like they have, I mean, it's snowing buckets out here. We've got we've got uh, emergency disaster um, uh, declarations across southeast. Mm. Uh, the towns down in the panhandle oh. are absolutely buried in snow. There's mm-hmm. a disaster declaration in a number of those places. Um, it's snowing like crazy here. Uh, the storms in the Gulf of Alaska this year have been horrendous, and the barges are really the only other way that we can get product mm-hmm. up here mm-hmm. in large amounts. I mean, yeah. they can always fly something; it's extremely costly. Mm-hmm. So the barges are delayed; mm. they can't make it across the Gulf. And I, I, I was talking to somebody the other day who uh, used to live in Southeast, and he said it was interesting because you could go down on sort of the outer banks, the sort of the 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 islands that are there in the panhandle but are okay. directly facing the gulf of alaska and um he said the stuff that washes up on those beaches because they lose several container yeah. barges every year yeah yeah where it just sinks yeah where the stuff gets blown off yeah, blown you off. know i mean that's a big storm mm-hmm. these these barges are not small no and um but uh, anyway you know when i went to get uh, gatorade for my mom back to my mom you know, the saga continues. Oh, no. You know, I, I need to pick up some chicken soup and uh-huh. Gatorade and, you know, some of that sicky food. And uh, <laughs> I went over and, you know, Gatorade, you know, whatever, 15 flavors of Gatorade. And they have a, basically half of an aisle dedicated to Gatorade and Powerade and, you know, yeah. all those, those electrolyte drinks. Completely wiped yeah. out. Yeah. And there was a sign that said, due to national ingredient shortages... Yep. Uh, ingredients and labor shortages. Yeah. We are no, we're not uh, able to provide this product. Yeah, and that's what people. Uh, my daughter works in a manufacturing facility, and it's very fascinating talking to her because I, two years ago, I said shortages, 
2020, May of 2020, has started reading about sure, and she did. Oh no, 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 mom, no, you don't, you don't understand. And it's interesting because even and and this is a very this is a very low uh, low level. I mean, they make um, they make uh, pet food additives. Right. Was so, it was it Jen Saki that said, you know, oh, so what? Somebody can't buy their uh, treadmill. Treadmill. Right. Yeah, their treadmill. Right. I mean, she yeah. might as well have said, let them eat cake. Yeah. And my, but you know, talking to my daughter, she said, Mom, we're starting to have to look at stuff that we could buy as a compounded product. We're starting to look at getting the base ingredients and making it ourselves. And this is the daughter who's left leaning. No, no, no. She's oh, very okay. no. I only have one daughter, and oh, she's okay. very conservative. Okay, very conservative. Right. Manufacturing in the rural I, uh, Indiana, you have to be conservative. <laughs> <laughs> Thank heavens. <laughs> but you know, we're we're sitting, we're worried about stuff. I mean, I've got an article that talks about in 2021. It started in 2020. They made them like some of the potato farmers. They made them plow some of the potatoes under. Right. And what people don't realize, potatoes are not all sold as like potatoes. fresh potatoes. They're sold in so many other things. Right. So they lost a huge amount of that's that like, crop. That's, that's like that. That's like that egg fiasco. Yeah. The egg apocalypse exactly. that we talked about. You know. Exactly. Where they're like, oh, you can yeah. only have free range organic yeah. eggs that are but, picked. But there's you know. you know, there's nothing in the pipeline. But what people don't realize is a lot of the byproducts of potatoes, they have a one-year supply for manufacturing because there's potato starch and there's other things that go into potatoes. So they lost essentially part of a crop for 2020. I think they lost part of their 2021 crop. Well, this, so, this is this is another 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 example of how our public school system is utterly failing us because because it you know it just takes I don't know I'm not an intelligent inte- <laughs> I can't even say the word that's how dumb I am <laughs> no. you know I'm, I'm not I'm not an overly intelligent person you know I I, I, I think stuff you know I I, I, I brain a lot <laughs> you know but that doesn't that doesn't mean that I'm I'm the smartest guy in the room but but even if you're not the smartest guy in the room, just basic critical thinking skills, which the schools are not teaching, would show you that our world is a vastly more complex place. Are you telling me chicken doesn't come in packages? Uh, haven't you seen the free-range nuggets? You know, all the little nuggets running across the plains. Oh, okay, now I feel better. Don't, uh, I just was so distressed. I mean, I thought there was, I, I don't want to think there's something oh, beyond oh, the chicken oh, in a package. But, but you know, it, it has have to you ever seen how nuggets are created? They make them out of something called poultry paste. Yeah, it's the, it, it's, it's the by, extruded. It's, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my son once, my, my daughter loves sorbet. Uh-huh. And so he was cruising YouTube one day and he found this, this manufacturing uh, video and he's like, hey, Lindsay, check this out. Look at this strawberry sorbet, and she looked at it, and there's this machine extruding yeah, this and, stuff, and, and she it, didn't and she realize. Was, she was like, "Oh, that looks so tasty." Yeah. And he's like, "That's actually poultry paste." Yeah. And it took her a second. She's like, "What?" Because she was totally thinking sorbet. He's like, "No, no, that's but, extruded chicken parts that are mashed until they're unrecognizable." Mm-hmm. And then reformed into you know those little dino bites. Well, you know? if people want them. I mean, I, I cooked, and there's a lot of gross stuff that goes on in kitchens, even at really low levels. If I mean, I this is years ago when I worked in them, when we didn't have all these byproducts, so we, we made all our own stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, if you wanted chicken paste, you made chicken paste. Some of it's pretty gross. Who got what to you do, do that job? Well, the butcher <laughs> shop did. We had a butcher shop in the hotel. You know, but... 
Wow, that's a fancy hotel. They got their own butcher shop? Not anymore. No, it has changed. That tells you how old I am because now everything comes in packages. It's very sad because this, I don't think people, and maybe because I saw it at that level, I am amazed. Like this is pre-salad mix days. This is pre-chopped veggies and bags. What did that look like? What do you mean? Like you got in carrots and I'm you... I'm being facetious. No, you got in carrots and you peeled them and you then... You peeled the, them and the, then... We had a pantry and we had a what you a, use a the Cuisinart shop. for, right? Well, and they had a machine that chopped them, but... Right. I mean, people had just assumed that, you know... And, yeah, now Food Services of America delivers it to your door for well, flash it, frozen, irradiated, well, and, and even, prepackaged. It, you, know, you know, we used to get that baby lettuce mix. It would come from France. But you can go buy it at Walmart Where now. All the, best baby lettuces are grown because well it wasn't a product that americans wanted or canadians wanted well it's offensive you know, 30 to years, har- 40 harvest years ago young baby, baby young lettuce. vegetables Le- young vegetables <laughs> but now you i mean can, it, that's yeah. the nimby principle not yeah, in my backyard not in my backyard we'll let somebody else yeah. harvest the baby vegetables yeah. because yeah. we we're not going to support yeah. the violence here on yeah. at home but that goes to an article that i have about from victor davis hansen who talks about how where we live now the things that we have now is on the backs of the people that made it and created it. And now we're turning, you know, we're saying, well, we don't like what you've done. Well, what do you mean? You can eat raspberries 12 months of the year in Alaska. But in what's oranges. the carbon footprint of that raspberry? You don't deserve that raspberry. Well, then You're I killing would, the planet if you eat that raspberry. Well, I would love to see people live on what's grown in Alaska. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> They just wouldn't want to. Because no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Cabbage, they, potatoes, and raspberries move, and rhubarb. They would move back to L.A. with yeah. all the other vegans. With and all the other, you know, yeah. You so, know. You know, to, to talk about critical uh, thinking skills. Not, doesn't exist. Critical thinking skills. I, I had a, a patron hand me this. Uh, I get handed papers and stuff all the time. <laughs> but They, uh, they, they think you need to be more educated you, is what. No, they're like, did you see? Did you hear? Did you read? I'm no. Like, um, no. No. <laughs> There's no possible way that I can be everywhere, all things. I'm read not everything. omniscient, omnipresent. There's only one uh, that does that, and that's God. And yeah. that I'm not him, obviously. But uh, this was interesting. It was called the fiscal cliff. Mm. Let's let's put this idea in a much in, in in a in perspective. Let's let's use a little bit of critical thinking skills mm-hmm. because you know we just spent the last two years with government bailouts and loans and PPP and EIDL and endless unemployment and hey we're going to double down on un- unemployment instead of getting one check you're going to get two mm-hmm. and you know um where's all that money come from well you know they can just print more okay so let's 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 talk about mm. this the US okay tax revenue mm-hmm. is roughly 2 trillion 170 billion dollars well that's a lot less than i thought i thought it was a little more the federal budget mm-hmm. is three trillion yeah. eight hundred and twenty billion dollars. Okay. Okay, yeah. so so there's a difference. Keep yeah. up keep up yeah. with the math here. Yeah. That's over a trillion dollars more than mm-hmm. we're taking in. Yeah. Our new debt, so this is the actual number uh, under that scenario, is one trillion six hundred fifty billion dollars. Yeah. A year. Yeah. A year. National total national debt. Mm-hmm. Fourteen trillion, two hundred seventy-one billion. Yeah, and that's from the promises. That's Medicare, Medicaid, uh, Social yeah. Security, um, 
yeah. Okay, I got so, that. So yeah. when the politicians thump their chest and talk yeah. about the recent budget cuts. Oh, yeah, there's, there's no such they thing. They cut no. $38 billion. Yeah, nothing. 500000 Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, this handout says, now, let's now remove eight zeros mm-hmm. and pretend it's a household budget. Okay, yeah, I like that. This people will understand. So the annual family income would be $21,700. Okay. The money that the family spent was $38,200. Yeah. The new debt on the credit card is $16,500. And the outstanding balance on the credit card Mm -hmm. owed is $142,710. Yeah, yeah. The total budget cuts so far, $38.50. Yeah. Yep. So, so just if, you, if, that, if that didn't resonate with you, if you, if you need it dumbed down even further. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Here's another way to look at the debt ceiling. Okay. Because that's what this was addressing was, yeah. oh, let's just move the debt move, ceiling. Move the debt ceiling. Yeah. Let's say you come home from work and find there has been a sewer backup in your neighborhood. <laughs> and your home has sewage all the way up to your ceilings. Mm-hmm. What do you think you should do? Raise the ceilings or remove the crap? <laughs> well, I, I, just raise the ceilings. Just raise the ceilings. Right. At least you can breathe <laughs> At le- yeah. for another year. Yeah, for another year. For another year. You wouldn't have to deal Meanwhile, with the problem. Meanwhile, you're mucking around in, you know, in, eight in, feet of crap. Unbelievable. So, you know... Yeah. <sighs> And K- I remember kids, kids in schools yeah. are not not being taught to be critical thinkers. But and, yeah. and, and the the prime exa- the prime I guess uh, evidence of this is l- last year's you know summer of love. Okay. Oh, yeah, the the or the twenty twenty summer bl- of Black love. Lives Matter. All all of the crazy and and the Several continued hundred. and the continued crazy yeah. craziness. Hundred. Yeah. This mass psychosis. Yeah. Of people who. They didn't swim in the Kool-Aid. Mm-mm. They drowned in it. And now they're just drones. They're dead. They're just, they're just, they're, they're not open-minded to anything else. And there are a few that are starting to come out of the stupor, but, you know, over in Denmark, yeah. where this retraction in the newspaper is happening, it's, you know, I think Europe's waking up faster than America well, is. Well, because they understand. They, 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 they understand what Nazism is. This is the thing. We, we just, it's used here in America. Well, the Nazis moved here. But we they, actually brought them over well, to run they, our science program. They did, but we still don't use the word correctly because I guess I'm going to have to bring my old dictionary in from 1958 mm-hmm. or 61 when I first started going to school. Make sure you, bo- do, you before yeah. you do that, you bring a fact checker. Oh, you know, to um, check I don't it need out. a fact checker on my dictionary. <laughs> but I, when, I, I'm so confused when they use Nazi in America today because it doesn't mean what they think it means. No. They've taken it. They've turned it into this meme that that just you, you just throw it at people. But you you understand the Danish understood and understand the Austrians, the French, the Germans, even the Brits understand what Nazism looks like. What what you when you want to go that down that totalitarian road. Even the Russians, some of the contemporary Russians now understand what totalitarianism is. They they lived under it. You know, I, I if I was them, I'd be terrified. You know, Germany, they have the, um, they have Auschwitz. You can go to Auschwitz. You can visit it. 
You can see what happens when you put people in camps and you demonize them and you turn them into us and them. But it was for the greater good. Mm, no, that's what the government said. Well, yeah, it, yeah. You know, and 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 yeah. and that rhetoric, mm-hmm. that rhetoric today. is here today. We have it here. And 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 you know, really, mm-hmm. the the fascists, the Nazis, yeah. the the um, the national socialists. Well, they are the know. ones driving the bus right now. Yeah, and you know. and they are the ones who are trying to establish a a national police. Yep, they're trying to um, collapse our local police departments and mm-hmm. the, the municipalities and, and cities across across the country. Yep. Nationalized. Uh, they want to uh, nationalize voting. Voting. You know, uh, destroy uh, the destroy what's left of the medical system and nationalize that. Right, and and you know when they when they handed out the EIDL mm-hmm. uh, loans. Mm-hmm. Anybody who took over, I think it was twenty five or twenty six thousand yeah. dollars, they put a lien on their businesses. So all these people who got the quote unquote bailout, mm-hmm. they actually were put into a false economic situation mm-hmm. where they lost their livelihood, their mm-hmm. customer base. They were they. It was like the gangsters came by and yeah. they said, "We're going to shut down the street." Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> it does not matter that you need the street. Yeah, it's for your own good. Own good. Your service is not essential at this moment. But they were still wanting their their and it's their, like, uh, hey, Bob, their graph. I, yeah, hey, yeah. Bob, I need yeah, yeah, I yeah. need to stay open or yeah. I don't exist. Well, that's okay. You're gonna take one for the team. Yeah, you just hold on for two weeks. Two yeah, weeks. Two we're weeks. gonna flatten this curve. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then and then what happened? Yeah, well, well, it didn't. Days later, f- yes, yeah, yeah, and and then they slow rolled out the money. Yeah, and people went out of business left and right. Yep. And then those who survived, they basically sold their businesses to the government. Yeah, and the government, in typical government fashion, fashion thanked them mm-hmm. by assessing not only the lien to the business but an interest bearing. Note. Oh gosh. So, so you have to pay the government back, and they said, "But it's okay. Yeah, we'll give you thirty years to pay it back." <sighs> so, so really, what happened was probably what what history will show is the single largest transfer of private wealth yeah. and property in our history into government ownership. Yeah. Now it's all behind veils, and yeah. say, "Well, it's still your business, yeah. so long as you pay the fees." Yeah. You know, but if you don't pay the fees, that mob boss yeah. and his goons, yeah. you know, they're going to come and take it. Yeah. And 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 uh, that is the definition of communism. When the government controls, controls production, the means of production, the means of production. Yeah. So they're not calling it communism. They're calling it free money it's not free money we we have sold our economy into the socialist control which socialism is just one very narrow step away from communism yeah but you know they 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 may have owned the means of production but they're not to the point yet where they're dictating to us what to produce because that's the next step because they you know america's too chaotic i think what they've done is well, they, they've they reaped d- the they, world they did they did under yeah. warp speed yeah they they told they told companies to retool. They used the War Powers Act yeah, to to tell true. major companies to retool and to support the farce, the lie. 
yeah. that is COVID. And yeah. to, to pump yeah. all of their resources and efforts into masks and PPE and, you now, know. Now, it's really funny because that, for me, and maybe it's because I'm a Trump supporter. It could be. I, I believed it at that time. You've got to understand. I mean, I believed everything for about the first six months, seven months. I, I really. And, and That's the only black mark I have on Trump. I don't agree yeah. with him 100%. No. And, and I think yeah. he could be more eloquent sometimes. Yeah. But, but I'm, yeah. I'm not going to judge his policymaking ability based on his eloquence. But what I will say yeah. is that, that if the Patriot Act yeah. okay. was a blight on Bush. Bush yeah, the, the warp speed. Warp speed is the blight on Trump. But, you know, I, thought, I, think, I think it was well played because they knew he is a germaphobe. You know that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched that Howie Mandel on the comedian no, no oh he's a he's a germaphobe okay and why i say watch it is because even on television which he's he know he's he knows he's being filmed he knows he's safe he, no he cannot control himself yeah he does not want to be touched he will not shake hands he he's on a couple shows that is are that like, why he's totally bald no i think he's bald because he's bald oh. but but he will not and well, it's, I, it's, I, I only ask because i <laughs> i had a chemistry teacher oh it was kind of creepy he was a oh. cool guy yeah <laughs> you but, know but he shaved his head no no but he advised all the men all the, all the young men in his classroom to shave their armpits Oh, okay. He, because he, he he talked was, about he talked about how how uh, the areas and regions of your body that grow hair under clothing oh, hold crazy. bacteria, and, <laughs> and that that you'll be a much cleaner, healthier individual yeah. if yeah. if you are yeah. properly shorn. Yeah, you know, and yeah. it, it always kind of creeped me yeah. out when oh, we God. talk about it. it's yeah. like we, seriously, dude. Yeah. I mean. I'm, we, we don't need to be. I'm a, I'm a pubescent, you know. Yeah, we, we boy. don't need I don't, to be. I don't feel comfortable talking about hair just generally, but yeah. now you're talking about, you know, yeah. Yeah. shaving it. Yeah. <laughs> but but I mentioned Howie because you know he's a very public figure. He's he's right. he's on tele, and even then he he's could, the, he's the guy that does the the house thing. No, no, he who wants. The, Some millionaire yeah, show, and millionaire. he used to do. Yeah, he used to, to do like America's Got Talent right, or something. Right, right, right. But anyhow, even on television, he could not control his germophobia. And I think what happened with President Bush, he is a germaphobe. Or Trump. Uh, Trump. Pardon yeah, me. Okay. They 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 hooked into this right away. So when COVID came, they knew how to play him. I think he got played. I think he got played. I think they 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 played into his germophobia. Mm-hmm. I think that they really knew how to, to to couch things. So they went to him, and I think that's why he did the the, the warp speed. And even to this day, he loves the vaccine. So what what's Dunleavy's problem? Stupid. <laughs> I don't know. What I mean? Because how us, do tell you... us what you really think? <laughs> well, because he's 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 he's. A, a real tall man, you know, and they they have advantages over short men. You know, there's things that they, they can tend reach to, stuff that they, we can't. <laughs> no, but they tend to have it better in life. You know, there's there's actual data that shows tall that. privilege. No, it is. It's tall privilege. Tall privilege. So it's not that he's had everything taken away from his whole life, and he should have learned a lot. And he was a teacher. He's the big man, and in the room. and he actually has a the bully pulpit. So if he wants to say anything, he can say anything. Oh, ask Laura Reinbold about the bully pulpit. Oh, is that like? No, 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 no. Just uh, uh, how he uses the bully pulpit to actually bully people. 
Well, but that's not what it means. I know, but but he yeah. he has redefined it. Oh, I know through but, his actions. But I I I, I read oh, a few. Oh, news. I I'm just going to take the opportunity. I think this is going to become a regular part of the show to remind people that Governor Dunleavy, you know, passed health mandate 16 <laughs> that said that if you had uh somebody get sick in your shop that you could be fined a, a, an egregious uh, uh, amount of yes, money and amount. then face misdemeanor charges yeah. and if they died yeah. and they could somehow contract and, and trace it back to you that's disappeared. it has disappeared yeah nothing disappeared nothing to see here no, and, and i keep checking back to see if they no they're not going to put it back it's not Come back on. up are you delusional you know the crazy <laughs> thing is is that i know a couple of people who actually printed it off, and oh, yeah. I have access to the original yeah. copies. So, yeah. you know, it may be gone, but it's not forgotten. No, the, the, you know, and that's that people should. I, I print off tons of stuff and store it because I don't even trust putting it on my computer because I can still get into my computer, you know, mm-hmm. and take it away. I, I have to compliment them. you on your tinfoil hat today. <laughs> it is, uh, it's it's more stylish than usual. Hey, I, we're slowly <laughs> us us paranoid whatever are slowly being proven right. Yeah, yeah, right. Like like when all the all the homeschool families were ridiculed, and then the oh, pandemic happened, yeah. and everybody became homeschool. Yeah. And I laugh because I, you know <laughs> I homeschooled my daughter, and it's kind of it's it's kind of funny because she's that generation that was early on homeschooled when everybody looked at them like <laughs> yeah. you know like y- you know how to walk and talk at the same time high achieving yet socially broken <laughs> yeah because they're not caught up in all the weird teenage yeah. drama that yeah other kids are but I read now <laughs> that that's the biggest trend in New York is homeschooling yeah or or putting them in Christian school oh, that's it's, the it's, other one it's trending now it's trending now yeah. yeah. Hashtag so, homeschool. Yeah. So, uh, it's, just hey, what what can you do? I'm, I mean, these people they are blown by the wind from one side to the other. I don't think they really know. And they're so afraid that um, I we've gotten bad policy. So maybe that's what maybe Dunleavy is afraid. Is he a germaphobe? I don't know. He looks very uncomfortable on camera, though. I have to say. There was a point after he was elected, he was very comfortable looking, and then there was a definite shift. Wonder what happened. And and he just, I haven't seen him outside of his commercials, mm-hmm. his campaign commercials, looking well. Oh. You know, he he seems not to be a very he seems to be a defeated man. Well, he is. He's defeated himself, though. So, um, natural gas. Oh, no. Up 30%. Yep. You know, the clean burning fuel. Isn't that ironic that uh, the clean burning fuel, that all the enviro freaks are, you know, worried about carbon footprints and stuff, and the cleanest fuel we have for heating and cooking and and whatever, you know, natural gas, up 30%. And that's taxes. Well. Electricity, up 6%. So, hey, you know, go buy a Tesla. Go buy a Tesla. You know, and I've got an article here that says in Canada, by 2023, they're going to start phasing out um, subsidies for oil production. You know, oil producing companies in Canada. And they, I think by 2030, they're going to try and have all electric vehicles and Maybe they'll everything. turn Canada into just a giant sort of frontier theme park. You know, come see the way it used to be when I, people died young and work was hard, but fulfilling i really think that they think if they just say it it shows up 
I really do. I really think that these people, they have some magical formula. If they just say it, it shows up. The cellophane society, everything's neatly packaged. You don't have to know where it comes from. Chicken in packages. Right, right. You know, chicken in packages and and nothing requires soil or dirt to be. We can just magically say we want all organic food. I've got an article, I didn't print it off, that said in Colorado on public lands, they had passed in one, one county, it was near Boulder, which is filled with crazy people. And they'd pass this, they only, all the farming on the public lands had to be organic. Well, they tried it for four years. And they said, nobody wants what we want to, we were trying to buy, we're trying to grow. I, I don't like wormholes in my apples. Well, yeah, you know, we can't <laughs> sell this product. So they they worked backwards. And now you can use traditional methods of growing and planting, whatever. And Anywhere this is tried, you know, what was it? Prager University had this thing called unobtainium. It was this on? <laughs> it's this dream, whatever. Right, right. Whether it's fuel or, or whatever, the way we grow things, the way we. Well, you know, they control us through controlling uh, the means of production and distribution. Distribution is just another uh, term for transportation, and transportation. As we look at this, this. Uh, dogmatic sort of insistence that our environment is is uh going to consume us alive um that you know as as the basis for having to take all the modern advances that have been only possible through the use of of hydrocarbons and fossil fuels and completely abandon that economy to go to an economy that is far more destructive because again as we talk about Critical thinking, moving beyond just the prepackaged product that's in front of you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I saw a great uh, bumper sticker once that, uh, um, you know, said anti-pebble. Mm-hmm. But then right next to it, there was a pro-wind sticker. Okay. All right. So pebble, for those of you who don't know, is pebble one of the largest um, gold deposits found in North America. It also contains... Massive amounts of molybdenum, which is a, a, a mineral that's used in industrial lubrication. Well, and it hardens and, steel. And it's a steel hardener. Yeah, hardening steel, yeah. and 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 it's it's a super it's important huge. mineral. It's huge, hugely important. Very important in making all kinds of products yeah. that that the woke love. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, uh, copper, silver. Yeah. You know, all of these things. Well, people don't ever get to see the inside of a windmill. Mm. But a yep. windmill, these massive windmills... Is made out of all the stuff that comes out of Pebble Mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got there first. You know, <laughs> uh, you know wh- how do you think you generate electricity? They it's don't. They copious don't. Copious amounts of... of uh, uh, <laughs> I never say this word right. Neo- neodymium uh, magnets. The, 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 oh, yeah. The, neo- the rare earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rare earth minerals. Rare earth yeah. minerals and yeah. magnets. Uh, so rare earth minerals and magnets yeah. and copper. Copper yeah. windings. Yeah. Copper windings and magnets create electricity. Yeah. Yeah. When they go round and round from yeah. the wind, that's what makes them. And you know what makes the, them go round and round? Gigantic semi-truck long, uh, trailer long <laughs> blades made out of uh, space age carbon fibers. Yeah. Which you can't just pick off a tree. No, and you can't recycle them either. Yeah, and and, and so so this yeah. this uh, you know all all the all of the energy necessary yeah. to just make carbon fiber itself mm-hmm. into a usable product. Mm-hmm. 
the footprint on that is massive. No, they've done studies, and this massive. is in, you know this, this counterintuitive, but they've done studies that said if you it doesn't matter what vehicle you own if you own it lithium clean, batteries. Where but, does the lithium yeah. come well, from? But they don't think like that. It's it's yeah. it's it's yeah. not unobtainium. No, it but can it, be yeah. obtained, but yeah. you have to drill into the ground. Yeah, and but blow you, stuff up. If you just keep the current vehicle that you have. Right. And just run it into the ground. It doesn't matter what, how much fuel it uses. It doesn't matter what it, anything. It's still more environmentally friendly than buying a brand new Tesla or a Volt or any of those electronic electric vehicles. But you can't claim moral superiority. Well, exactly. Superiority is, I used to know. call the Priuses Piuses. <laughs> I used to, when they drive down, I said, there goes a Pius. <laughs> There goes another pious, let's, and let's my daughter all, would let, go. Let's all let's my, all bow and pray yeah, for my a daughter. Would go, mom, stop it! I go, no, that's a pious, <laughs> because they're just like so pious that they think that they're just doing something wonderful. But in the meantime, I'm driving a ten year old vehicle with two hundred thousand miles on it, and they're buying new ones every three years. Yeah, like yeah. you know, who's more environmentally friendly? Yeah, and and they don't want yeah, to be, think because, like and, that. And you know, the Japanese have this mentality because of their emission standards. Um, there's an entire economy. When I was when I was a young man, I was able to travel to Japan okay, for a yeah. summer on an exchange, a cultural oh. exchange, and I lived in a city called Toyama. Okay. And the primary industry in Toyama traditionally had been fishing, but um, it was a city about the size of, size of Anchorage, but it was on the China Sea side of Honshu, the main island. Okay. Facing, you know, China. China. Okay. Um, facing mainland mm-hmm. Asia, and. Um, their primary industry in Toyama was cleaning and and uh, um, packaging used cars for resale in Russia. Oh, interesting! Because in in uh, Japan, the tax structure on they tax your vehicle's age. Oh gosh! So the newer your vehicle is, the less taxes you you uh, pay. And they've actually made it to where I think it was three years. It was like after three years. The the cost of owning a car with the inc- ever increasing taxes outstripped its value, and it was cheaper to buy a new car every three years. And then it created this market where then they would take all these used cars, right? Because I mean, if you're true, if, if you're a purist, if you're an environmentalist, yeah. you'd you'd melt those things down. Mm. You wouldn't keep takes them energy. running. Takes you wouldn't. Energy. You wouldn't keep them running. Yeah, it takes energy. right because if you're yeah. really worried about the world, yeah, you'd, and the you'd, environment, you'd recycle it. You'd recycle it. You take them out. Yeah. You put them out of their their misery mm-hmm. because they're just old three year old cars. And so they made a huge amount of money shipping these cars to Russia. I wonder if that's why in Africa. Do you know if they sent them to Africa too? Because I know Toyotas mm-hmm. are huge. They're in ubiquitous Africa. worldwide. Yeah. There's I'm actually so many Toyotas worldwide that there was an engineering team looking for a low low cost uh, uh, electric electrification project that third world communities could could engage in. So they figured out how to take the most common starter uh-huh. in a Toyota, yeah, and take the stator off of that and rewind it, uh-huh. the wires. And they they created this whole like training program where they go into a, an African village. And they would teach people how to rewind the stators. Okay. Because uh, typically, um, an alternator has to spin at a very high RPM to produce usable electricity. Okay. Yeah. Because of how the stator is wound, and it's wound for a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Well, when you don't have a vehicle and your energy, your kinetic energy input into the starter, the spinning, 
you know, force that, that keeps the starter running is much lower in revolutions, you have to rewind it to okay. match those revolutions. Okay. So they figured out a way to do this, but they picked the Toyota because you can find these starters everywhere in the world. That's how that's how far spread mm-hmm. they are. And basically it was just a one of their innovative things was in this African village, they took one of those starters, rewound it, put it on an axle and mounted it uh, vertically in the ground uh-huh. and built a merry-go-round on top of it. And the children, it was the only piece of playground equipment in the whole village, and the children kept that thing spinning almost 24 hours a day. <laughs> and it generated enough electricity off the spinning ah. merry-go-round that they were able to power banks of batteries yeah. that yeah. they could then charge cell phones and laptops oh, okay. off of, yeah. and it brought technology to the village. Yeah. But, you know, yes, that's a long rabbit trail story yeah. but I, I found it fascinating and, and yes yeah, so so but but the point here is regulation yeah they does regulate. the regulation do what it is propped up to to do what, no, what people it, say it, it's it, to do it, no it, it sounds like in japan it's purely political yeah. theater it's, uh, yeah it's political theater because kabuki what, what kabuki, is, kabuki theater, theater. What shadows is yeah what is that telling you about in Japan? They're forcing people to to buy new cars where studies have shown artificially you just, inflating uh, their economy. Artificially inflating their economy, keep their auto industry, and then they're reselling them. Mm-hmm. But you know they're patting themselves on the back probably and saying, "Aren't we wonderful?" You yeah, know, we're yeah. we're reducing emissions, but they're not. Right. They're just putting more vehicles out. Right. Out in the world. Right. And the and Japanese are are wonderful people. I, I've worked oh. with them for many many years. Um, uh, my exchange sparked a just a, a love for mm-hmm. working with with folks from that culture they're they're very genuine yeah warm most of them you know yeah. i've never met from anybody from the yakuza so i i don't know about those <laughs> folks i they i've heard they're not as warm <laughs> and i've seen just don't get on the bad side I, 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 i've stuff. seen a couple of those you know kung fu you know uh, uh well that'd be chinese but uh yeah. you know some of those yeah. some of those yakuza movies but anyway um no, but you know, people have to start thinking critically, and 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 I think the biggest thing about these kids not going to school and all the homeschooling happen is all of a sudden parents are like, "Oh my gosh, what the heck happened?" You know, I I think it was Adolf Hitler said that he needed just one generation. Yeah, 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 and he would one change the world. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe, and, and that's what the leftists have done in America. We've we've been asleep. We've been we've been content to let the teachers do their job. Um, we don't like to hear them whine, so we let them have their pay raises. They've, yeah. they've gotten so wealthy yeah. that now they're entitled to the point where the Chicago Teachers Union is like, we, will, we will not go to work and yeah. you will pay us more. Yeah, and they you did. Know. They did, didn't they? I thought she did, Lori Lightfoot. Well, the, they, the mayor didn't they, she? They, they gave they gave them all they, kinds of concessions. You know, more uh, PPE, more more testing, more okay, more um, coercive programming for the children. Yeah. You know that, that these yeah. these kids are growing up not being able to read facial expressions and and young kids not being able to properly learn how to speak because they can't yeah. see the teacher's face. Yeah. You know, and and now they're being conditioned. You know, so uh, yeah, you know, and it's interesting because I I listened to a call in show and a guy phoned in and he was telling this story about you know interacting with a young child with and without a mask and I thought why are we even having to talk about it and that's the part that confuses me is that. He was, you know, maybe he was just trying to use it as an example, but why you would even have to talk about it? Why you would even have to say you do understand that we, we're humans. We need to look at each other's faces. 
and children especially. Why, why that should even be a topic? It should be, this is just the way it is. It should be that... Not sh- under the new world order. But where do they... Uh, so I guess, <laughs> I guess, I'm just Well, I want, I want to bring it back to what we opened the show with because we're running a little long oh, okay. here. And uh, that was uh, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. And his um, interview with the FBI around mm-hmm. the January 6th, what the left would like us to believe was an insurrection. The largest insurrection ever recorded oh. in history that was pulled off with... Well, it actually wasn't successful if it was an insurrection, A. B, there was no one that was armed except for the Capitol Hill police. Uh-huh. And the only person killed was a ar- unarmed woman. Okay. Who was a veteran. Mm-hmm. So just remember all of that. And our nation's police. Okay. The FBI. So you're saying the January 6th was an insurrection? It was, a, it was an insurrection of a different sort. Okay. Okay. It was a coup. It was our nation's Bureau of Investigations weaponized against us. Oh, okay. So you're saying the FBI became... They were the insurrectionists. They, they were the insurrectionists. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and that interview with, with the uh, representative from the FBI that, that uh, Ted mm-hmm. Cruz had, yeah. it was very telling. Mm-hmm. She would not answer any question. And that, that, yeah, that says you know. she's, th- th- there is something there that she can't Oh, and by devolve. the way, I watched the video of that. She looks like she's about 19 years old. Yeah. You know, so yeah, don't. They all do. They all do. Don't give us, yeah. don't give us somebody who's yeah. not a millennial, who's yeah. maybe been with the Bureau more than 30 seconds. Yeah. You know, give us some, some green lackey that's, you know, just say no to everything. When he, when he asks you anything, just say, I can't answer that question. Mm-hmm. You know, that, I'm sure that's what her orders were, but. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure it was. You know, um, so the FBI, I mean, we, we, we have to take our country back. The opportunity is arriving this year. Uh, we have the midterm elections. They will try to steal it again. Mm-hmm. I guarantee uh, Michelle you. Obama's already started. Have you seen her new, she's got a new uh, nonprofit or whatever, and she's going to head it, and she's going to take democracy back. Oh, yeah. She's got yeah. tens well, of Nancy, millions of dollars. Nancy Pelosi was recently heard saying that, uh, the conservative legislators across the country mm-hmm. um, are, in effect, continuing the January 6th uprising yeah. Yeah. in their legislative efforts yeah. to, to, to destroy democracy. Yeah. So, so yeah. she's saying that people who are engaging in the democratic in, process are, are destroying, are demo- yeah. destroying democracy yeah. you know. because they insist yeah. on, I don't know... Um, Defending liberty and yeah. freedom and truth yeah. and facts yeah. and evidence yeah. and habeas corpus due process, yeah. you know, the rights of citizens to a, spare, a fair and speedy trial, yeah. the right to uh, face their accusers, the right to examine the evidence brought before them or against them, uh, the right to call their own witnesses. Yeah. You know, that somehow Nancy Pelosi says is now the act of an insurrectionist. Well, and they're very open. I would listen to David Brooks, the commentator, and he said, maybe in a moment where he shouldn't have, but he was very open. He said, if we're going to make sure that Donald Trump is not elected ever again, and those, those were his words, he mm-hmm. said, and he was open about it. It wasn't as though we're going to win House seats, we're going to win more in the Senate. He was very clear, and and that was three days ago. And they have a goal, and their goal is... It's 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 got nothing to do with a fair fight. It's got nothing to do with changing anything. It's just making sure that President Trump is never reelected. And on the other hand, that means also people that think like him, 
because we're included in that too. Anyone who, who agrees with, uh, you know, President Trump, I'm sure, is included in that, whether it's Chris Kirka or anybody that... So I want to thank everybody for joining us again. The success of this podcast is directly connected to your listenership and uh, the growth of the podcast. And we would encourage you to reach out uh, to your friends and family who use the uh, technology to access podcasts and invite them to like and share this uh, program uh, so that we can spread the word and we can continue to grow uh, voices and mediums like this across our community, across our state and country and take our media back, take our country back and speak truth when there's silence from those whose primary job it is to speak truth. Um, you can support us by uh, going to our Patreon account through the Podbean platform that uh, we publish on. And uh, we would appreciate any financial support that you are willing to offer. We'd like to upgrade our equipment and uh, expand uh, what we can do on the show by bringing more and more interesting folks in to speak to you. Um, you can also come by the Ammo Can Coffee Social Club. Check us out and uh, see what we're all about. And we would encourage you to become a member. There's no cost for doing that, although there are premium membership packages available that are paid but come with a, a very large basket of thank you amenities you've been listening to the conservative hour of power and enlightenment salon i'm jason floyd uh loretta eaton thank you for joining us again and your support of this uh broadcast i'm going to go ahead and let you listen to a little bit more of <laughs> the interview between uh, Ted Cruz and the FBI representative who will not answer questions. Have a great week, everybody, and we will see you next week in our next episode. This is episode 26. To the FBI. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? <coughs> Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, Did any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I can't, I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Well... There are a lot well, of people who are understandably very concerned, concerned about Mr. Epps. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered. And there's video out there of him chanting, tomorrow, we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting, fed, 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 fed. Ms. Sandburn, was Ray Epps a fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. 
The next day, the next day, on January 6th, Mr. Epps is seen whispering to a person, and five seconds later, five seconds after he's whispering to a person, that same person begins to forcibly tear down the barricades. Did Mr. Epps urge them to tear down the barricades? Sir, similar to the other answers, I cannot answer that. Shortly thereafter, the FBI put out a public post listing, seeking information on individuals connected with violent crimes on January 6th. Among those individuals in the bottom there is Mr. Epps. The FBI publicly asked for information, identifying, offering cash rewards leading to information, leading to, for information leading to the arrest. This was posted and then sometime later, magically, Mr. Epps disappeared from the public posting. According to public records, Mr. Epps has not been charged with anything. No one's explained why a person videoed urging people to go to the Capitol, a person whose conduct was so suspect the crowd believed he was a Fed, would magically disappear from the list of people the FBI was looking at. Ms. Sandburn, a lot of Americans are concerned that the federal government deliberately encouraged illegal and violent conduct on January 6th. My question to you, and this is, a, this is not an ordinary law enforcement question, this is a question of a public accountability. Did federal agents or those in service of federal agent actively encourage violent criminal conduct on January 6th? Not to my knowledge, sir.